0: Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Friday, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes is coming to IMAX and theaters everywhere. <gasps>
1: 4,561 episodes. I believe The Oprah Winfrey Show was one of the greatest classrooms in the world. I really never thought of it that way. The aha moments, the breakthroughs, the LOLs, the connections, the occasional ugly cry. I miss him so terribly. I miss him every single minute. The moments that mattered. The eye-opening life lessons. Never allow them to take you somewhere else. I'm bringing them back. (laughs) It's time to open the vault. I've personally chosen these classic episodes to share with you again. Every single person you ever will meet shares that common desire. They want to know, do you see me? Do you hear me? Does what I say mean anything to you? You are listening to The Oprah Winfrey Show, the podcast. In a six-part series hosted by Dr. Oz called the truth about food. Discovery Health and the BBC commissioned top experts from around the world to conduct 40, was it 40? Yeah, Yeah. groundbreaking experiments to determine how food really affects our health. First up, two truckers who admit to being a little backed up. It happens to everybody. Isn't that wonderful? It's a commonality in the human is. experience. It unifies us. So when species. you says it, then everybody knows what you mean. <laughs> you know, never does anybody goes, "I know, no, I've never been backed up." <laughs> Cuz no matter who you are or where you live, what your economics are, you have been backed up at one time. <laughs> so these truckers put a high fiber diet to the test.
2: <laughs> Don and Wolfgang are two long haul truckers working in Europe. Like many of their colleagues, they fill up on convenience store food with hardly any fiber. I've gotten used to over the years stuff that I don't have to cook, it's already pre cooked, so I just open the can and eat it. And as a result, both say they are often painfully constipated. So, to relieve their internal traffic jams, they agree to get a high fiber makeover. The first step is to measure just how slowly their guts are moving both swallow a pill that contains a tiny transmitter, so researchers can track how long it takes for them to process food. With hardly any fiber on board, it takes nearly a full day for Don to pass his pill. And for Wolfgang, it's a whopping 42 and a half hours. Now it's time to see if more fiber can speed things up. The truckers will eat lots of whole grain cereal bars, whole wheat bread, and fruit with the skin on. After a week of high fiber, the results are in. Wolfgang, who took nearly two days to pass his food, cut his transit time down to just twelve hours. Diane also cut his time in half. I'm going to the toilet too often now. <laughs> wow, and that's only after a week. Yeah, that's only—it it happens almost immediately. Fiber is a spectacular substance to put in our diet. We're supposed to have it all the time. And what folks don't realize is that fiber takes stuff through your intestines quickly, including toxins. They don't hang out there bothering the wall of your intestine. They also suck up that bile, Uh that greenish stuff. Now, bile, when it gets resorbed through the bowel, turns into cholesterol. So when you take a lot of fiber in your diet, you suck the bile out of you, your cholesterol drops automatically. Really? And it also, by the way, gets rid of sugar, which helps with diabetics. Uh And it's a great tool if you want to lose weight because it makes you feel full.
1: Is that why oatmeal is, is supposedly so great for it, people with high cholesterol and also offers, you know, it's for, great for a high-fiber
2: diet? Absolutely why. And, you know, in America, we don't have any fiber in our diet. You know, we, we go to schools, you don't see any fiber in that. diet. The average American gets 7 grams of fiber a day, which is nothing. Tell us again how much fiber do we need? Well, for, for women, you need about 25 grams of fiber. For men, you need about 35 grams of fiber. That's somewhere between seven and nine helpings of fruits and vegetables. You know, and the, the best ones, by the way, are, are beans, yeah. which, which have, you know, a, a ton of fiber in them, and bran. So, you know, beans and bran are best. Woo! Yeah. Beans they... and bran. <laughs> 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 and, and the reason they make... Don't beans and bran leave you feel bloated? <laughs> well, they, they, you know, when you first start to take extra fiber, and this is a, I get to ask this question all the time, Oprah. You can't just all of a sudden take 25 grams of fiber, because your intestinal tract is and ready for it. And what happens with the fiber is the bowel is, per, is permeated by all these bacteria. The bacteria eat the, they have the fiber and they make gas. That's their waste product. So you gotta slowly build up and you add fiber to your diet. But at the end of the day, you're gonna have some gas. But it's a good sign because you're digesting food that's good for you.
1: Okay, this next food experiment takes us all the way to Denmark.
2: Meet Michael. He spent the last week eating over a quart of low-fat yogurt every day. Quite a lot he's taking part in a unique experiment designed to answer the question, can a high calcium diet help you lose fat? For the first week, Michael eats plenty of milk, cheese, and yogurt. The next week, he eats a diet low in dairy and calcium. Both diets contain exactly the same amount of calories and fat. But that's not all he has to do. Michael also must collect stool samples. It may be a bit unpleasant, but it's the only way scientists will be able to measure how much fat his body is absorbing versus how much fat is passing right through. It will take them three months to analyze every last speck. Doesn't that sound like fun? (laughs) What I love the most about the whole endeavor is that you actually tested the big myths. That happens to be a, one that comes up all the time. That doesn't really ha- help you if you get calcium in your diet. Okay, and the answer is? And the answer is, if you have a high calcium diet, you will lose an extra 100% of the fat that goes through your intestine. You'll double your fat excretion. Yeah. You can actually get rid of twice as much of that fat if you have calcium, adequate amounts of calcium, at least a gram, in, in your diet. But what does that mean? What happens is the calcium meets up with the fat, and it forms a soap, and that soap gets pushed through your bowel. Now, you'll look at, and if you look at the toilet bowl, we've talked about this a lot, you'll actually see your poop will float. We're all looking at yes. the toilet bowl. these days. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you'll, you'll have poop that actually floats in there, which reflects the fact that you've been able to excrete fat and not reabsorb it through your intestinal tract. Okay. The average American gets 250 milligrams of calcium in their diet. Yeah. They need to get a number that's closer to 1,200 milligrams of calcium, at least, at least a gram. That's the minimum you should tolerate. It, it yeah. makes a big difference. Makes
1: a big difference. Now, what about women, you know, like my, my uh, OBGYN says that when you reach a certain age, you need more calcium. Why? Why is that?
2: Because women, as they get older, need to deposit calcium appropriately in their bones. But,
1: you know, you, you prescribed that calcium for me. It made me very constipated. I didn't like it.
2: Well, it's a good observation, but you don't want to take calcium by itself. You want to, you should look so unhappy.
1: No, I didn't <laughs> like it. I didn't like it. Uh,
2: you want to take calcium with magnesium all the time. You combine the two together. So usually we recommend folks take about 1,200 milligrams of calcium and, and somewhere between 600-800 milligrams of magnesium, the combination actually allows you to be loose enough to go to the bathroom when you desire. And by the way, you can also get calcium from food, right? Yeah, of course. You, know, you, don't, you don't have to get it from, from dairy products only, you know, figs have it, prunes have it. There, there are lots of foods uh, that have calcium in them that are pretty good for us. Yeah, so that
1: comes to, brings us to another really important question. If you're eating a balanced diet, mm-hmm. fruits, vegetables, legumes, uh, you know, calcium, uh, protein, do you have to take supplements? Would you have to take supplements? In
2: theory, you don't need to. Yeah. But unless you're taking a lot of leafy green vegetables, for example, which have a, a lot of calcium in them, you won't make that number at the end of the day. So for most Americans, the vast majority of the folks watching right now, you really need to take calcium supplements together with magnesium to avoid the constipation.
0: Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Friday, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes is coming to IMAX and theaters everywhere. This summer, one movie event will reign. It is time. I stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. Bend for your king. Never. <laughs> Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Only in theaters Friday. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be
1: inappropriate for children under 13. OK, now watch as nine people with a lifetime of poor eating habits, all suffering from high blood pressure, which must be epidemic in this country.
2: Yeah. And it will strip 10 years off your lifespan if you have high blood pressure, as opposed to the optimal number.
1: Wow. Okay, so these nine people agree to take part in an evolutionary experiment at an unexpected
2: location. Welcome to the Painton Zoo, a few hours from London. For the next 12 days, these nine people will live side-by-side with wild animals to see if eating like apes can save their lives. I am aware that what I eat is bad for my health and I want to be around for as long as possible for my kids. To make sure they follow the diet, the volunteers are monitored 24-7. The head keeper is a registered dietitian who will carefully select and weigh all the fruits and vegetables that will make up the volunteers' diets for the next 12 days. starving. we're starving. <laughs> To get the calories they need, each volunteer will have to eat 11 pounds of raw fruits, vegetables, and nuts every single day.
0: Have you ever eaten a piece of cauliflower Never. Before? So this is your this cauliflower? This is my very first
2: time. <laughs> day after day and night after night, the volunteers keep munching away, and the extra plant fiber is doing its job. But the real test is measured in vital statistics. Is the evolutionary diet making the volunteers more healthy?
1: So, th- <laughs> wait a minute, so they would have to eat 11 pounds of raw fruits and vegetables a day?
2: Isn't that amazing? It's a lot of food. It's a that lot That is food. a lot of food. Yeah. And it fills you. You know, it actually bulks you up, which is why this kind of approach makes a ton of sense. So if is this over- 11 pounds? Is it that is. what
1: this is? Exactly is. Okay, so it's blueberries, carrots, nuts, bananas, peppers, broccoli, mushrooms, radishes, green beans, cucumbers. Okay, what were the results?
2: What we found was a reduction in their cholesterol numbers by 25%. After how many days? After 10 days. After 10 days? Yes. Yeah. Can you imagine that? Now, now think about this. that's pretty amazing. You know, we use drugs... Yeah, ...and yeah. don't get that kind of a benefit. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. This is what frustrates many of us in medicine, because you actually hold the solution yourself. Wow. We, we, we can throw drugs at if, you. If, you know what, like move past cholesterol. You know, let's talk about high blood pressure, 10% reduction in high blood pressure as well. well and... From, from this group? From this group. Wow. And guess what? what? They, they lost 10 pounds, but you don't care about pounds. You care about... Yeah, I do. No, Yeah. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> you care about waste. Yeah, yeah. They lost waste. Now, why is that? Because when you eat this kind of food, you're sending a very clear message to your brain. You're taking calories and nutrients. What we normally do in America is we give calories to people without nutrition.
1: The food in America is stripped and processed, and so all the fiber and all the nutrients are out of a lot of it.
2: The natural colors are gone? Yeah. And so your brain sits back there and says, am I still hungry or not? Yeah. You know, I got a lot of calories. And, And so when you realize that you can break that schizophrenic attitude by just feeding your brain nutrients with calories, don't count calories, count nutrients. If there's nutrition in the food, you're not going to be able to eat any more than that in a day. You try to take that down on one day. That's tough. I know. This is
1: tough. It would be hard to eat all of this. And so they lost Cause, weight. Because, first of all, if you just eat one of this, you just feel like so... Yeah. Poor, <laughs> yeah. This. So sitting on this for about a, <laughs> And you're very full. Yeah, take that down. I'll I do bet that. they didn't have... did they have... <laughs> they didn't have salt either, right?
2: That's a great point.
1: Yeah, because I'm know trying if- to take the salt out of my diet because I have a, high, a history of high blood pressure in the family. When it, I manage to do that and not be on medication, it's fantastic. Isn't it remarkable?
2: We ladle salt and sugar and saturated and trans fats onto our diet. There is none of that here. When
1: you take salt out of your diet, even just reducing a lot of it, everything else tastes saltier.
2: When you just try to eat normal food, yeah. it tastes so salty. That's so cool because it's an acquired taste. You get yeah. used to salting your food because you salt your food. Yeah. And when you begin to take away some of these subtle little tastes, your brain resets itself. You begin to expect different tastes. That's one of the big benefits of making a big shift in your diet. Not so much as you can do it for the rest of your life, but you just reset, you reboot the taste buds of your mouth. Okay, now, could eating
1: certain foods actually protect your skin from the sun?
2: This woman is exposed to ultraviolet light to measure how quickly her skin burns. Then she loads up on tomato paste. I think I'm going to have it on some crackers about four tablespoons every day for three months. Then she's exposed to the same level of ultraviolet rays. The result, 30% less damage, making a case for sunscreen you could eat. Wow. No, I
1: remember when you and uh, Dr. Rosen were on here before saying, you know, tomatoes, 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 tomatoes.
2: Mike opened my eyes to tomatoes. I didn't actually appreciate how powerful lycopene really is. What you're really doing, and by the way, lycopene is a carotenoid. It's found in tomatoes, classically. When tomatoes turn orange, then you're actually converting the lycopene to vitamin A. So you actually want to get the reddest orange uh, uh, tomatoes that you can in-, in order to get as much lycopene. Here's the season now. Anybody have a garden with tomatoes? Aren't they great
1: oh, now this wonderful. season? Oh, we are Those love little our... cherry
2: tomatoes, they're that Pop them, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so you want to get the lycopene as much as you can into your diet. What lycopene does is it attaches to key cells in your skin. Now think about the skin. It's a spectacular organ. It's sensual. It's beautiful. It's huge. It's your biggest organ. But here's what's really cool about it. it I, I know you smile when I do this, but I love this. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: The, the sun is attacking your body, and it's helping your body at the same time. The skin's major function is to let enough sun through yeah. So, you can convert cholesterol to vitamin D because you've got to have vitamin D. Yeah. But at the same time, it needs to protect you against the sun destroying all of your folic acid. Yeah. So, how does it do that? It does that by having its own antioxidant system always there to protect you. And how do you replenish it? Things like lycopene. Yeah. That's why this experiment was conceived. Could you, by replenishing the skin quickly, prevent it from being damaged by the sun? And the answer? Yes. Absolutely. Yes. You Dramatic could. reduction, yeah. 30% reduction in sunburns. I mean, everyone ought to remember. Does it prevent wrinkles? It prevents wrinkles, too, because wrinkles come about because you've got these rubber bands under your skin that give you the tenseness, the elasticity that you want. And, and those, those rubber bands, the elastin tissue, snaps. It frays when you're mm-hmm. exposed to sun. Mm-hmm. By having lycopene and other substances that, that, like that that are antioxidants, you keep that skin replenished so you don't damage that tissue that's, re- that's needed for your skin to become bouncy. If without that bouncy skin, you get wrinkles.
1: Okay. So tomatoes. Tomatoes. Okay, 85% of people think that they should drink at least half a gallon of water a day to keep their skin looking young. But does that really work?
2: These twins are big water drinkers. i probably get through
3: about um, a liter, maybe a liter and a half of water a day, because it does make a difference to my skin. So it's really, really important to us, you know, to have beautiful skin.
2: To see if water really does make a difference, researchers first measured the moisture, elasticity, and oiliness of the girl's skin. Then, over the next week, the twins eat the same diet. But the only difference is that Alice has to make sure she drinks plenty of water. And Susie is not allowed to drink any. No. And the results? No difference at all. All these magazine articles I've been seeing, lots of literature out there about the value of water, there's the actual truth about food. There was no difference at all. Now, why is that? Yes. Yeah. I knew you'd ask that. The big reason is because food has water in it, right? Potatoes are 75% water. A a nice lean steak is 65% water. Even cheese, a hard cheese is 40% water. So we get a lot of water already without having to go and get extra water. Now, assuming you're not dehydrated and either of these sisters were, you won't have that problem. Really? Amazing. Now, there are other benefits of water. Water is great to lose Yeah. Because it satisfies your satiety center. Uh, You don't get the urge to eat quite as much. Uh, It's got lots of benefits that go beyond its ability to affect your skin, but you don't have to force fluids in order to get that benefit. Okay, so don't force fluids.
0: Friday, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes is coming to IMAX and theaters everywhere. This summer, one movie event will reign. It is I stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. Bend for your king. Never. <laughs> Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Only in theaters Friday. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13.
1: So Kelly in our audience has a question for Dr. Oz about stress?
3: Yeah. I heard, yeah. I'm a little stress ball. I'm going through a horrible divorce. I am starting a company. And just everyday life, a lot of my friends are on anti-anxiety pills, and I would rather go the natural route. So is there a food that I could take that would help me out?
1: We ought to do How many people are on anti-anxiety pills? I just started hearing about that.
2: And that's one of the classic problems we have in America. We look to an external source, but this truth about food piece is gonna show you that actually there's something that we know works for you. And we actually proved it. Okay. Meet Ray, Richard, and Nick, three London cab drivers who say they're stressed out. I can't go any quicker than what I'm going on. Traffic in town today is awful. Before changing their diets for this experiment, researchers measure exactly how stressed they are. First, the cabbies' heart rates are monitored for 24 hours. Researchers also check their levels of cortisol, known as the stress hormone. Then, unbeknownst to the cabbies, an actor is hired to stress them out.
0: Do you not know any routes, like, just to get away from all this?
2: What else do you want to do? You've only been in a cab five minutes. haven't you? Yeah, I know. How we do the best we can, yeah? Well,
0: that's exactly what I'm trying to do.
2: That's what I'm trying to do, mate. Good. I think I've done very well for you. Have you? You don't think so, do No. You? I've never had a fella get in my cab for 21 years as nasty as you. All it takes is a 15-minute ride to send the cabbies' heart rates racing and their cortisol levels through the roof. Now it's time to change their diet there are certain omega-3 acids thought to have a calming effect on the body. They're mainly found in oily fish. So four times a week, for the next three months, the cabbies will eat mackerel, haddock, sardines, salmon, kippers, and tuna. Then another actor is hired to secretly test the cabbies. Yeah, easy with the corners, please. I'm feeling a little rough back here.
0: You don't have any sick bags, do you? What, a sick bag? Yeah. Put your head out the window.
1: (sighs) (laughs) Want a sick bag? Stick your head out the window, fella.
2: It's pretty cool. And and then he smiles. I love that.
1: I love that. So how does eating fish, what does that have to do? Is that about the omega-3s? It's
2: all about omega-3s. And what we don't realize is the calming effect on omega-3s on our body. So guess what we found? What? A 22% reduction in cortisol. That's the hormone that measures the amount of stress your body's feeling. There's a 12% reduction in some of the other major stress hormones, one called DHEA in particular, Mm -hmm. and there's a 25% improvement in their memory. Okay,
1: but let's just think about Kelly right here, okay? She's going through a stressful divorce. She should be taking omega-3 instead
2: of an anxiety pill? The anxiety pill, first of all, is a short-term solution for most people, and it should not be the foundation of your program your body will naturally, its autopilot will take you comfortably where it needs to be in certain times of your life. Sometimes you need medication, sometimes you need help. I'm not against that. But I think we are too quick to cop out and say, you know what, give me the pill, instead of realizing that we can actually get our body to be better equipped to defend itself, especially against stress. Because the only time you don't have any stress is when you're dead, right?
1: I don't want to Also, have you read Eat, Pray, Love? Have you read that book? No. Oh, it's your book. Okay. Eat, Pray, Love.
2: I would recommend okay. that. I, I know a lot of women, and you may be in this, in this category, don't like to eat a lot of fish. There are other great ways of getting omega-3s. The oh. flax seeds that you mentioned are yeah, great. Yeah. Uh, you, you can get eggs, actually, uh, that, are, that are full with omega-3 fatty acids. Yeah, you can eat walnuts. Great source.
1: Well, Alicia in our audience says she's a big believer in detox diet. She's done seven of them in the last five years. <laughs> and is just about to start another one. What do they do for you?
2: Well, in general, up front, you don't feel very great. But at the end, I always feel like I have a lot more energy. I'm very focused, maybe a little
1: bit lighter, maybe, not always, and just kind of clearer in general. What would be a detox diet? What are you talking about? What does that mean?
2: Um, Anything from, I've done fasts, like gone away to fasting spas. I've done, like, clean eating, like cutting out all processed foods, like just eating whole grains, um, vegetables.
1: Well, we're going to watch what happened when detox diets were put to the test. Let's see.
2: These 10 women all say they love the party and all say they pay the price.
1: It was a great time, but I feel
2: so unhealthy now. At a country retreat, they're divided into two groups. One is put on a detox diet that claims to flush the toxins out of the body. And so researchers can scientifically compare the results, the other group eats a normal diet. Before the trial begins, both groups are tested to see just how loaded with toxins they really are. Everything you pass between now and the morning goes in here. At the end of the week, more samples will be taken and analyzed to see if the detoxers have indeed flushed the impurities from their systems.
0: I really want to try the detox diets because I was hoping that you can like just spend one week of every couple of months kind of really concentrating on your diet, really cleaning yourself out, and that would kind of do the trick.
2: The Detox Group follows a rigorous diet, starting each day with fresh vegetable juice with ingredients that include spinach, garlic, and onions. All right, here you
3: go. Cheers, girls. Mm-hmm. Chin chin. Oh, hey. <laughs>
2: it
3: tastes like onion.
2: Over the course of the week, the Detox Group drinks beetroot shakes and eats seaweed salad. Meanwhile, the control group eats a hearty, balanced diet of pasta, red meat, wine, <laughs> coffee, chocolate, and potato chips, in moderation, of course. As the test ends, the women drop off the last 24 hours worth of urine and saliva for analysis. For women used to eating and drinking what they want, the detox menu was no picnic. But was it worth the sacrifice? (laughs) Oh, boy.
1: You can feel how bad that was.
2: Yeah, going on.
1: Okay, so what was the results?
2: Had no impact at all. No. Now, I was surprised by this because I really thought we'd see more of an effect. These are, again, healthy people who have been drinking a bit more than they should have and perhaps not taking ideal care of themselves, but they were generally healthy folks. But what we did find was that the liver was doing the same things, you had the same kinds of toxicities. And you know why? Because toxins that we get into our body go to our fatty tissues. Okay? They go to places like the liver and the brain. It mm-hmm. takes more than ten days to get, up, get them out. But what a detox diet can do, and what I do like about programs like this, is they can jumpstart you. We were talking about taste buds before and your tolerance to salt. That's right. Same basic concept. Now that you move to a whole new place in what you tolerate and expect in life, it's easy to go from there.
1: Yeah, if you do three or four days on detox, I know what you're talking about then it reduces the whole sugar cravings, the salt cravings, and gets you prepared for changing your
2: lifestyle. It does. However... However. I wouldn't call it a detox diet. What would you call it? A jump start program. Something that, uh, you know, a, a rebooting program. Something that takes you back where your body wants to naturally be.
1: Okay. Thank you, Dr. Oz. Honored. Honored.
0: <laughs> Friday, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, is coming to IMAX and theaters everywhere. What a day! This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our oh, time. I know where they're taking your clan. Bend for your king never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Only in Theaters Friday. Tickets on sale now. Ready PG 13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13.
1: If you've been to the supermarket, you probably spotted this label. My friend and uh, trainer, Bob Green, launched a way to help... All right. <laughs> There's one person that loved it. <laughs> <laughs> my friend and trainer, Bob Green, launched a way to help you eat healthier with his best life system of grocery shopping. Welcome, my friend, Bob. Hey. Yeah. Bob. So I know what the seal means, but tell people what the seal, there it is, approved, best life. What does it mean?
3: Well, it's part of the best life uh, diet support system. It's in the stores and it really um, signals products that are low in sugar, uh, low in sodium, high in things like uh, whole grains. A lot of what Dr. Oz said is is exactly what makes up the products of the best life uh, seal of approval.
1: So in order for them to get the best life seal, I know I've seen your house, you have so much, you know, things stacked on the shelves. Trying and products all day long. Trying products. Are, are you eating all that stuff? No, I usually stick it in your refrigerator, <laughs> too. <laughs> yeah, I, know. <laughs> I know. I opened, I opened it went, where did all this soy come from? Anyway, yeah. we wanted to thank two companies who have heard Bob's passionate cry for healthier food. Both are part of the Best Life program. So Bob recently took our cameras to their famous test kitchens. And I think this is great, because I've known Bob for a very long time. And one of his great passions, aside from helping people live healthier, is to really change the way companies manufacture food.
3: Yeah, but the truth is uh, we have the control and don't realize it. Uh, when we go to the store, we're voting with every product you're putting in your basket. So what happens if our, our tastes are skewed towards uh, high sodium or salt uh, or high sugar? That's what they're going to make.
1: That's what the companies make. Hey, they, they, you log
3: a vote, and they are the best at market research. They say, what are people buying? So, yeah, products get higher and higher in the things that do us harm, like salt, uh, sugar. They become low in whole grains because people aren't used to the taste. And I loved what Dr. Oz said, your tastes adjust. We habituate and we do it both ways. If you start cutting out the sugars, cutting out the uh, yeah, sodium, salt. you know, you'll, you'll taste the natural uh, flavors of the foods.
1: So here are two companies who are getting it right. Take a look.
2: Hello, Bob. I'm Liz Pretzloff, Head of Product Development.
3: Liz, pleasure to meet you. What a beautiful kitchen.
1: Thank you. This is the top secret culinary center at the Lean Cuisine headquarters where they keep a tight lid on new
2: ideas. We even keep all our trash bins locked so that uh, once you put something in there, it doesn't come out.
3: Who actually comes up with the ideas? Is it a group? Is it the chef? It's
2: a group of chefs and our product development people.
1: New products go through months of testing before hitting the stores. But you at home get the final say. Last year, I created a ginger garlic uh, stir fry with chicken. It had bold flavors. A little too bold for American families who called to say it was too spicy. So we brought it back in-house, adjusted the heat level, and sent it out again with passing grades. The team behind one of Lean Cuisine's most successful new products, the panini, had to solve this problem. How do you take a cheesy sandwich from Italy, cut the fat, cut the salt, and still have it taste good? First, they start with the yummy, 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 full fat original. And I know you're going to cringe at this, but um, in order to show people how they're really supposed to taste, we make it authentic. So we're going to spread a little bit of butter on it. Three cheeses, some very beautifully grilled chicken
3: you have spinach, you have mushroom.
1: Then to make it lean, the chefs trim out some of the cheese and come up with a spinach and mushroom sandwich with less than 300 calories and eight grams of fat. Healthy enough to qualify for Bob's Best Life seal of approval.
3: So really, it's the same ingredients. Everything's there. The trick is yeah. to keep it healthy, mm-hmm. but also have it taste great.
1: Wow, so wasn't so that a clean kitchen?
3: I it's a love Beautiful it. kitchen. Love
1: that kitchen. Bob's next stop was the home of Betty Crocker. Remember Betty? Betty Crocker and Cheerios. This is the Betty Crocker Test Kitchen in Golden Valley, Minnesota, where each year they test more than 50,000 recipes for the 100 plus brands that make up General Mills.
3: So many of the foods that we love and that are in our kitchen have been tested and started here.
1: CEO Steve Sanger says his company is dedicated to making its food healthier.
3: We talk to our consumers a lot. We listen to our consumers a lot. We uh, care a lot about weight management. That is probably the foremost health concern on the minds of most American consumers. It's how, how do I manage my calories? How do I manage my weight?
1: Organic products and reformulating old favorites into new, healthier versions is part of the new mission. Last year, the company's Progresso brand introduced four reduced-sodium soups, which earned Bob's best life seal. We really had to work hard to get more flavor in the soup because it has less sodium. So we have to have more roasted chicken. We did not give up on flavor. We did not give up on texture, but we made it healthier. For professional tasters, sipping soups is serious business.
3: Let's say you're come to work. Yes. You're you're ready to taste this Mm -hmm. day. Do you have to clear your palate? Do you have to? Absolutely.
1: First of all, we're very careful about not wearing a lot of cologne. We try not to have coffee or any strong-flavored, you know, beverages. Things that cleanse the palate would be a carbonated water or clear water, and then an unsalted saltine cracker. Consumers say they want healthy food, but Steve Sanger knows the bottom line. They won't eat anything that
3: they don't like, so it has to taste good. And, so, uh, and in my field, that's, that's always the trick, is it's got to taste really good, absolutely. otherwise it doesn't sell.
1: Yeah, can you tell me, honestly, that their low-sodium soups taste good?
3: They do. I had them there. They have a new one coming out that I got to test on that day. It uh, has the wild rice. I thought it was great.
1: What do they put in it to make it taste good? Well, to be
3: honest with you, again, you're talking... For me, I've never salted my food. And it's a readjustment. I'm sure you haven't. No, but I've heard that you've cut back.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Um, I'm sure you haven't salted your food, and you've stayed 160 pounds your whole life. Go ahead.
3: 170, but that's (laughs) uh, beside the point. But uh, when you stop salting it, I work with a lot of people like yourself. You've cut back, and then you start tasting broccoli. If you just take a bite of um, a prepared broccoli with no salt,
1: you can taste
3: it once your uh, taste buds adjust. That's true.
1: That's true. Jackie Reed says she didn't pay attention to food labels until she started Bob's plan. She weighed... 287 pounds, and um, she's now lost over 100 pounds and is close to her goal weight. Stand up,
2: Jackie. So tell me, what did you do differently? I love this man, He's, he changed my life. And, um, you know, just a lot of hard work, but just the pure perseverance of staying active. I mean that was the main thing I learned from his diet is just you have to get active and you have to stay active and you have to do it for life. And now I'm ready to lose 20 more and I spend an hour and a half, about five days a week working out. And my question is, you know, as a busy mom, an active mom with two young boys, how do I get to that next level? I don't have two hours a day to spend working out, so.
3: To be honest with you, uh, the working out is important. When we look at statistics, uh, you almost have to work out for long-term success. And so you've got to find a way to fit it in. But the truth is, you can manipulate, uh, assuming you're healthy, the blood pressure's good, you're ready and cleared for exercise, if you push it up a little bit. Contrary to what a lot of people say to slow down your exercise, we see better results in shorter bouts of exercise, Uh, but a little intense. Where you're breathing, you should still be able to talk, but you don't feel like talking very long. So that'll actually cut down your workout. Oprah is a great example. When she cut her workout down, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, seriously, the best shape she got was, was shorter workouts, but, you know, she she didn't love the workouts during that half hour.
1: It means you have to work out shorter periods of time harder. So what are you doing now? What level are I you? I do
2: an hour of cardio. I walk about 4.5 miles per hour on a treadmill, or I walk, you know, just... Are you,
1: what's your incline? I know your question. Let me do it. What's it's your incline? your incline? around 3. Yeah. You can take a higher incline, because you've been yeah. doing that longer, and a higher incline will make the world of difference. If you go up two notches, first of all, I do this. You test how, you test how many notches you can go up and hold it for three minutes. If You can hold it for three minutes, that means that's where you are. Okay? So take it a notch at a time. So the next time you work out, go... If you're, if you're doing a level 3 on the incline, just try 3.5 or 4. See how long you can do that. If you can do that for more than three minutes, that means it's still too low.
3: Okay. Okay? It's really just physics. The secret is, if you increase your oh, pace... Oh, I know what
1: to do. I just don't want to do it. <laughs> that was very good. Isn't that
3: good? I know what to do. I just don't want to do it. Uh-huh. Go but, ahead. But if you increase your pace, it's physics, yeah. uh, you're going to lower your percentage of body fat. So always look at ways. And by pace, you could either move faster or, as Oprah said, increase Incline. the hill.
1: Always have a hill. Okay? And the stronger the hill, the stronger the hill, it'll take it off. 20 pounds. Gone. Hey. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Bob Green. Bob's book is The Best Life Diet. Uh, demand healthier food, America, because, as you were just saying, we really get to vote.
3: Do yourself a favor, do your family a favor, and do your community a favor, and start picking healthier foods. High fiber, low sugar, low fat. And more calcium. More calcium. Yeah. yeah. And uh, we'll change
1: the way America eats. And it's starting to happen. Starting to happen. Thank you very much. Bye, guys. I'm Oprah Winfrey, and you've been listening to The Oprah Winfrey Show, the podcast. If you haven't yet, go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Join me next week for another Oprah show, The Podcast. And I thank you for listening.
0: Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.